Welcome back to Talking Troy, where daily Trojan staffers get together and talk USC athletics. This time around, we'll have Chris Babona and Layla McKenzie on the show to recap a very eventful week for soccer, football, and women's volleyball. Layla, I mean, intro says it all. There, there was a lot that went on, more than we could consume in one weekend, I would think, but I don't even know where to start. I think the only right place to, though, is, is soccer. The UCLA game, we we previewed it really well, I thought. A lot of anticipation for that. We made some good predictions. Your prediction in particular went pretty, it was pretty close, I would say. But in the end, USC gets the 2-0 win over UCLA, gets bragging rights. We beat Stanford and UCLA in the same season, did not end up with a Pac-12 title. We knew that was the case. But I think the chip on the shoulder is kind of redeemed there, kind of taken care of. And then we also go into the NCAA tournament, which we'll talk about in a little bit with a really good seeding. Yeah, it was so exciting to watch the game. We were looking for something that was, we wanted a gritty one. We wanted it to be like really hard fought and USC came through. I'm not going to lie at the end. I was hoping for like a UCLA goal. I was like, I really want to be right. But uh, it's incredible to have the mm-hmm. shutout. So it's really exciting going into the tournament because We've had all of the statement wins, so they should be more than confident when they go in and play like some of these lesser teams and then try to push for the College Cup. Right. It's a big confidence booster. And I, I felt like in the UCLA game in particular, I, I kind of talked about in the preview, what are the aspirations for each of these teams? What are they playing for in that moment on that Friday? And for USC, it was, we got to prove that we could beat a team like UCLA and go into the tournament and then make some upsets. And I felt like what we saw at the Bruins on Friday was it was one of their worst games. Like in terms of discipline, there was 14 fouls. The two goals that made the difference, it was off of a corner kick and then off of a penalty goal. So those two right there, that made the difference. And just lack of discipline, I thought that USC just, it was aggressive USC as always and like forcing fouls, like forcing contact and then get some favoritism from the ref here and yeah, there. And then bit. And then yeah. It, yeah, it, it went our way, right? Yeah, but I think what really made it such a statement win for USC, the reason why that they were able to come out ahead, especially at the beginning, was on the defensive side of the ball, Nicole Payne was just an absolute wall. Anytime the ball like crossed midfield, she was she was on it. She was always the defender on whoever had the ball, and they they couldn't hold on to it for more than a couple of seconds. It was it was pretty remarkable. But I think, in my opinion, USC's greatest advantage was their speed because any time that they got they had the ball, that they, they could really break away and make some sort of play. Even though their goals were off of corner kicks and penalties, I think the reason why it was such a, a gritty game and the reason why there were so many penalties is because UCLA could not keep up, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Any time that UCLA seemed like they were ahead, USC got right back behind them and they could they could play some lockdown defense as well. Right. And you mentioned some of the the fullback play, some of the defenders there doing a really good job. I think Anna Smith, she'll she'll probably get most oh, of yeah. the credit when you name drop people and having a, a sixth clean sheet on the year against UCLA of all teams, that's just for the graduate there, that's all you could ask for. And like she's been rock solid all season, but to get that last shutout, it's just it's just how it should go, right? right. And she no. deserves it. Normally the storyline is UCLA's goalkeeping, but this time it was the flip side, which was really great. Mm-hmm. And then in other news for soccer, Croy Bethune, named Pac-12 Midfielder of the Year. That is absolutely huge, deservedly so, though she, I mean, yeah, like we mentioned what Coach Aluconis was talking about with hers. She's so good that 
she makes everyone else better because they got to divert so much attention on defense to her play that her supporting cast starts to score goals, set up balls, and, and get USC ahead. Right. Even this week, she didn't actually play against UCLA, but um, she definitely had an influence on the game. We saw some of the other players talking about how even though she was on the sidelines, she she was able to still manage the game, even though she didn't even touch the ball once. She was giving advice to each of the players, and that's why they were able to make those big plays, because she was the one really managing the field. Mm-hmm. USC, a 2-0 win over UCLA. Now we look forward to Saturday. It's going to be USC hosting UCI first round of the 2022 NCAA championship tournament. It's going to be at home. It's going to be loud. It's a team the Trojans are very familiar with. They beat UCI 3-2 earlier in the year. They are 12-1-3 all-time against the Anteaters. So have to feel confident about this game going into it. And USC very grizzled in this NCAA tournament. They last won in 2016. They also won in 2007. So they've been around the block. They have coaches that have experience. Obviously, Aluconis came from UCLA, a team that definitely knows how to win. Their team in general, very old. A lot of seniors that play a big role, graduates like Anna Smith, they could get it done. I think that they're drawing really played in their favor. I like where they are in the bracket. They're a fourth seed, I believe. And they got big names on their side of the bracket, but teams that they could deal with. Absolutely. They really did avoid teams like UCLA, UNC. The big ones are just on the total opposite side of the bracket. They do have to watch out for teams like they have the strongest teams from that SEC. They have Alabama and uh, the other USC who, who beat them in the SEC championship this weekend. So they're in Duke as well. So they have a few games to watch out for. But overall, I think I think they really did luck out, and um, they should they should be pretty confident going into the tournament. That's pretty exciting. Yes, it is very exciting. Do we want to do some predictions? How far we think the Trojans could go? I mean, I, I dabble in a lot of media here at USC. So on one of my other shows on the water cooler, I said that an elite eight appearance is imminent for them. So that is that's a good run. What is that? three, four wins in the tournament to get to the Elite Eight, maybe win in the Elite Eight. I'm, I'm going to say that is a realistic goal for USC. Obviously, I'm rooting for them the whole way through, but I think that is their potential and that's their calling is that that round of eight. All right. I think I'll be a little bit more optimistic. I'll put them in the final four just because I want to see them take the trip out to North Carolina. That would be pretty awesome. Uh, yeah, I think I think they can do it. I think they can go all the way. If you could beat Stanford and you could beat UCLA, if you could shut out UCLA, I think on any given day, you could beat any team in America. I like where we're at. Great soccer discussion there. Let's segue over to football. Saturday, it was a game against Cal. Homecoming night at home. I don't know. I don't know what it was about this game, but USC gets the win. You feel pretty good, but what? Final score Kind of tells the story, 41-35, to 35, you have really good offense for USC, really bad defense on the same side. So it's the tale that's been told, I think, all year. It's always been suspect with the defense. Caleb Williams bails us out again. Grinch, the defensive coordinator, starts to, start to get on the hot seat a little bit here. And as USC is ranked number eight in the college football playoff rankings now, when it's in within reach and you got to be perfect... I feel like Saturday, even though we get out with a win and we move on, we stay alive, stay in the Pac-12 hunt, it feels like a loss in a sense that 
this team is not playing up to its standard, and it's it's so early in the Lincoln Riley era anyway. But from what I saw on Saturday, we gotta play better. I agree. I think you want to see your team slowly improving each week throughout the season, and it almost feels like, especially the defense is falling off. They're not very consistent throughout the games, and by the end, they usually end up crumbling, which is definitely scary. But there's still a few weeks to improve. This, this Friday, they could definitely come out, you know, slamming. So. Hey, if, if they're not blowing out Boulder, one of the worst teams in college football, it's going to be such a tough time down the stretch when we've got UCLA and Notre Dame to end the year. So this is a time to buckle up, roll up the sleeves, and play the best that you can because it's not really going to get easier than Cal, Boulder, back-to-back, at home. That you you got to make those games count. And... We did not see that Saturday, and for God's sakes, if we don't see it on Friday, it's it's going to be a rough go for these Trojans, for sure. Like They cannot tackle in open space. It took an army for USC to make a tackle on Saturday. The third down conversion on defense, it was tough getting some stops. The interception was huge for the defense, but the, again, that's been the story. It's bailed them out every single time. Defense always plays pretty bad. They get an interception. They get a fumble recovery then it's all forgiven and we forget about it till next week when the same exact thing happens. So they played good on the one score game. Uh, Obviously a couple late touchdowns from Cal made it look a lot closer than maybe it actually was, but still too close for comfort for a team like the Berkeley Bears, the Golden Bears. Michael Jackson, he played really well off the wall, I would say, if you get that reference, thank you. Two touchdowns, explosive from all levels, but then it was just pitiful defense, pitiful Discipline in the secondary in the second half. Guys were getting over the top, underneath, pretty much getting the ball at will. And it was just left to the secondary to get together and try to make a tackle. And it wasn't happening. But yeah, blocking the PAT was huge in the fourth quarter. That was a huge swing. USC ranked eight in the college football playoff ranking. Still a few games to play. The best is yet to come. We got UCLA, Notre Dame to end the year. But before that, Boulder on Friday at home should be a cupcake win. And really quick, I do want to give a shout out to a team that is rebounded very well. They played a really good season, had a tough stretch, but now they're back. They're back at home doing very well. That is women's volleyball. They lost three straight on a road trip to Stanford, Utah, Colorado, came back to the Galen Center beat Arizona State 3-1, to and then on Sunday, they went down 2-1 to versus Arizona, but they rallied back thanks to Skylar Field's 27 kills. It was her third time matching her career high this season. USC wins 3-2, to five-set victory, and it sets up what could be almost a season-defining match against the Pac-12 leading and number eight in the country, Stanford Cardinal, Tomorrow, on Wednesday, at home, in the Galen Center, this game has huge implications, not only for whatever rankings in the Pac-12 nationally, but I think in the sphere of playoff team, who could beat who. Last time USC played Stanford, they were swept, but that was up in NorCal. We got to see what's going to happen in the Galen Center. Very important game tomorrow, Wednesday, in the Galen Center, 7 p.m. Go out and support our women of Troy. And with that, I think our recap of last weekend's events from soccer, football, women's volleyball, we could wrap it all in a bow and sign off. Hopefully you guys go out and support our our Trojan teams here. 
a lot going on. Now we're seeing the the winter sports start to pick up. We had men's basketball start up. I think men's volleyball is going to start up soon, among other sports. So a lot going on in USC athletics. We'll keep you guys updated, and we will see you next time on Talk and Troy. Peace out.